Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello, and thank you for downloading Witness from the BBC World Service. And today, we're taking you back to Christmas Eve nearly a century ago, when the fighting stopped on the battlefields of France during the First World War. Alan Johnston reports. It is Christmas Eve 1914 in the trenches in Flanders. There have been months of fighting and tens of thousands of men have been killed. But near the French town of Armentier, a calm has settled on the battlefront. It is a freezing, moonlit night, and in the silence, a young British soldier, Rifleman Graham Williams, is on sentry duty, peering out into no man's land. Many years later, he described what happened. I was standing there on duty, gazing across, looking towards the German parapet. I thought, well, a very different Christmas this is going to be from... Well, anyway, I've spent up till now. I thought about this time, I tell them we should have finished putting up all the greenery and holly and stuff. My father would be just finished making his rum punch, which he always did at Christmas. Anyway, I thought, my well, I could just do with a swig of that rum punch now, and they're feeling pretty miserable altogether. Then all of a sudden, lights appeared all along the German trench. And I thought, well, that's a funny thing. And I, then the Germans started singing, Stille Nacht, Heiliger Nacht. And I, I woke up, but all the other sentries did the same thing. We all woke up the other people to come along and see this, what on earth's going on. They finished their carol. We applauded them, and then we thought we were... We must retaliate in some way. So we, we replied with the first Noel. And when we'd finished that, they all began clapping. And then they struck up their another favourite carol of theirs, O Tannenbaum. First the Germans singing one of their carols, then we'd sing another of ours. Until we started up, Come All Ye Faithful, and the Germans immediately joined in, singing the same thing to the Latin words of Adeste Fidelis. And, well, I thought this was rather an extraordinary idea, thing, really, to think of the two nations both singing the same carol in the middle of a war. All along the front lines that night, the men of the two armies began to reach out to each other. A soldier with the Royal Welsh Fusiliers, Private Frank Richards, remembered how the men in his trench made contact with the help of a Christmas message that they'd written on a board. We stuck a board up, Merry Christmas. They also stuck one up, Merry Christmas. So we were saying, well, I don't think they'll, they'll fire today. No, I don't think they will. Then lo and behold, here was a German coming down the river bank with his hands up above. One of our chaps threw his equipment off. He went out to meet him. Well, they shook hands. Then we all got out. Company commander come rushing in. He was going to shoot any man that went over voice from the next base said you were too damn late so we all had to get out well we mucked in all day talking one thing or another one of the germans said to me and in excellent english too 
Well, he said, I don't know, he said. How long do you think this damn war's going to last? I'm fed up to the neck. Oh, I said, you were not the only one fed up. I said, we're up to our necks in water and mud. He said, and we're the same. Of course, the officers have to get out then, and uh, they uh, sent for the, a couple of Germans back, and they brought some decanters, and the officers, you know, they had a damn good drink between them, <laughs> see? And our company commander gave them a plum pudding, and they asked our company commander if he'd mind uh, the company having two barrels of beer. He said, we've got plenty there in the brewery. He said, he'd, and he said, I can assure you, it won't make them drunk. So right all it. Two Germans wheeled uh, two barrels out into the middle of no man's land. We rolled them back in the trench. And there were scenes just like the one Private Richards described up and down the battlefront. Men who had been trying to kill one another for months emerged cautiously from behind their defences, shook hands, began to chat and share their rations and drink together. And on more than one patch of no man's land there were games of football, one reported result has a familiar feel to it. Germany 3, England 2. But what really counted was that where there had been war, suddenly, almost unbelievably, there was peace and goodwill. Years later, a German major remembered his meeting with an English officer called Sir Edward Hulse. This is what he wrote. As regards the Christmas armistice, the initiative was not taken by us but by the Englishmen. On Christmas Day at about eleven o'clock, there was continuous waving of a white flag from the English trench, which was about a hundred and fifty yards from ours. Soon afterwards, a number of them climbed out of the trench and came towards our front, making signs all the time. My commander, Major Baron von Blomberg, ordered me to find out what they wanted. Accompanied by an English-speaking volunteer, I went out to meet the Englishmen. Under the surprised gaze of the men in the trenches on both sides, the preliminary greetings exchanged were of a rather embarrassed nature. We heard that it was the wish of the Englishmen to bury, on the Christmas holiday, their dead, who were lying before the front, and they asked us to seize enemy action for an adequate period. What were we to do? Time was short. There was no time for making inquiries of the superior department. Major von Blomberg therefore decided that there should be a local armistice until one o'clock in the afternoon, telling the Englishmen that their dead must be buried by that time. While the English soldiers performed their sad task, I chatted with the then-lieutenant Sir Edward Hulse, and I handed him a Victoria Cross and letters which had belonged to an English captain, who had fallen in our trench in the course of the attack of December the 18th. Touched by this respectful treatment of the belongings of one of his fallen comrades, Lieutenant Hulse took off his silk shawl and handed it to me as a memento of this Christmas day. I felt so embarrassed by this gesture that I sent to the lieutenant on the same evening from my Christmas gifts a pair of fur gloves. Only on New Year's Day when a single shot, fired from the English, killed a sentry, did this Christmas peace, which I shall never forget, come to an end. Nowhere was
would the truce hold for more than a matter of days? The British and German generals had been astonished at the reports of camaraderie in no man's land. On both sides they issued the sternest orders. There was to be no more fraternisation with the enemy. Informal truces were to cease and there were threats of court-martials. Gradually, all along the line, gunshots began to ring out again. Snipers started picking off their targets once more, and over time there was a return to all-out war. It would last for nearly four more years, and by the time the conflict ended, millions of soldiers had been killed. For many of those men who ventured out into no man's land during the truce, that Christmas in 1914 would be their last. Among them was the English officer who gave away his silk shawl as a gift and received the gloves in return. Sir Edward Hulse was killed in battle less than three months later. Alan Johnston. For details of our complete range of downloads and our terms of use, go to bbcworldservice.com slash podcasts. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.